Hi, I'm Lori, and I want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast. And I'm Rhonda. Lori and I are pastors here in Ottawa, Canada, and we're both wives, moms, and most importantly, daughters and servants of God. And it's our hope and prayer that you would have awakening moments with us as we wrestle through the hard things in life. Lori and I love that we can share our lives with you, so grab your tea or coffee and let's awaken our hearts together. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, Laura. Are you ready for today? I am. Let's We're already do this. like mid conversation because I know. we've just gotten really excited. So, so crazy. As we we're talking about our yeah. life scripture today, yeah. like the scripture that yeah. has resonated with us, that God keeps bringing us yeah. to, that really yeah. is, I'd love you to share that about the inheritance scripture, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just got really excited because this is amazing. We realized both of our life scriptures are in this same Psalm, the same chapter that, in that, Psalm. That's, that's, that's so, so weird actually. And we've never talked about it. <laughs> we've never talked we've about never, it. Like I've never heard you say that before. Like I have it written on somebody made me right. I had it up on my wall in my office, like my, my, my life scripture. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's go to life scripture in a minute. Okay. Let's talk about a story or is there a story in the Bible or a character in the Bible that you most identify with and why? That's a good question. Why do you start first? You want me to start? Yeah, go. Okay. Cause I love yours too. Okay. So one of the characters that I most identify with and one of the stories I most identify with, and it probably, again, like all of these things, it's so interesting how like God speaks to us, but he also speaks to us through how we're wired. And I love too, that it's almost as though all the different characters in the Bible, you know, are, they're like us. They're like versions of us. So we can see ourselves in their story. We can see ourselves. And so for me, Abraham has always been a story and Abraham and Isaac, specifically the story of Abraham and Isaac has been particularly impactful. And God has brought me back to that story over and over and over again to remind me of truths and promises. But but it starts right at the beginning with the promise that God gave to Abraham go from your country and from your kindred and from your father's house into the land I will show you and I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and I'll make your name great that you will be a blessing. And particularly what has impacted me about Abraham is the word go. It, it's the word go. Go mm. from what you know, leave what's comfortable, leave a place of security, leave a place of comfort, leave a place of, you know, where you're, you're known and you're comfortable and you're operating, you know, in just the everyday and go, go where I have told you to go. And it has impacted me my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, um, initially geographically, God literally called me out of my home, my home place where I was born and where, where I lived. And I never, not one time for a second, did I ever imagine as Mm. a child that I would leave my mother and my father and leave my family and go somewhere. I never, I I wasn't that kind of person. You know how some kids grow up and they're like, I can't wait to get out of here. That was not me. I wanted the life with my family, with grand, you know, grandma and grandpa close. And I imagined a life very similar to my, my parents, but God called me to go and by, you know, and again, through meeting my husband who didn't live in my city. And, and once I, once I met him, I was like, okay, I'll go wherever, you know, wherever I need to go. And I did, but it was hard. It was really hard. Took a number of years for a new place to become home. Um, 
and it was very uncomfortable and it caused a lot of stretching, but I can see looking back that I would have never been able to become the person mm-hmm. that God wanted me to become had I never left yes, that yes. place of comfort. But then over and over and over and over again, not geographically, but spiritually, God has called me out of a place of comfort. God has placed a longing inside of my heart continuously to uh, for that go spirit Mm. to just step out into the unknown, step out into discomfort, step out into a place that is new territory spiritually for me and, um, and to trust him in that to trust Mm -hmm. that he's with me, to trust that he's walking with me. And then the other piece of that story that's been really impactful for my life and that I can really, really relate to is uh, just the story of Abraham and Isaac, how, you know, God gave Abraham a promise. He, He absolutely gave him a promise and Abraham believed that that promise was going to come to be, even though it was naturally impossible. And, um, God asked Abraham even after he gave him the promise. He told him he had a promise for him. He gave him the promise, and then he asked for Abraham to give back the promise. And there's something about that story that has always been particularly impactful. Maybe it's because I am such a dreamer. Maybe it's because, Mm. you know, even as a part of kind of how God's wired me, I've had lots of things kind of run through my mind of like, oh, I would love to do this. Oh, can you imagine if, what if this happened? And all of these kind of ideas and dreams and hopes and desires. Mm -hmm. And I felt continuously, like even as quickly as God has kind of awakened those dreams, he's asked me to lay those dreams down. Or there's come this this time where it feels like that dream will never happen. There's an impossibility or there's even something that comes and tries to thwart it. And I've had to lay those things down in like absolute tears with my hands gripping. I probably haven't done it as as seamlessly as how it seems Abraham was Mm -hmm. able to literally just Mm -hmm. walk his son up the mountain. Unbelievable. Like it hasn't been quite so. It's been a wrestle, a wrestle Mm. of surrender of my desires um, and laying those down continuously. Even things like that I, that I, that aren't bad things. Do you know what I mean? Things that are even good things, things that even I know God has for me, but not the way that I think they should happen or be. My reliance has to be in the complete provision of God. And so I've had to kind of walk that over and over and over, lay it down, lay it down, lay it down, lay it down, lay it down. And so it's been particularly impactful for me. And I actually named my firstborn Isaac. I put Isaac in his name um, as a part of, yeah, like just as a part of that promise and as a part of just the significance of, you know, God's faithfulness, God's absolute faithfulness. Um, to be who he said he, he is and, and that I can absolutely stand on that and I can rely on that. So that's, that's one for me that mm. I continually, continually go back to. And Genesis really is like one of my favorite books of the Bible. I love, love, love Genesis. I mean, I love the story of Adam and Eve. I love how, you know, in every single one of us, we really are Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. You know, we think, oh, Eve, if you would have only, no, we would have done it too. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it was in our condition. It's been in our yeah. condition, you know, since creation to want to be God, <laughs> yeah. to want to be like God and, um, you know, to get caught up in that pride of life. And, and so, yeah, can so relate to so many of the stories in Genesis, one of my absolute favorite books of the Bible. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. 
Well, I have two characters of the Bible okay. that a little bit different, but when I was in my early 20s, this sounds so crazy. I can't even believe this, but I did not know there was a Deborah in the Bible. Okay. I didn't know that. You just that. didn't see that story yet. Well, I don't know if I'm not, but I just feel like when we grew up, it was a lot like we were in not, um, we were male dominated. Right. Like just life, right. church, yep. yes. women not in ministry. So yes, a lot yes, of the yes. books of the Bible, a lot of the stories had to do with different the big, men the, the men, men of the bible the big, yeah. all the men <laughs> all the men yeah. and so when i moved to ottawa i had an, a, an encounter with god and i felt god say to my heart you're like a jacob but i'm changing you to a deborah wow and i was like deborah i i didn't even know and i'm not you didn't even, even know who that was i didn't even know who that was really lord i'm not even just saying this and i went and i i googled like I like yeah, looked yeah, through looked, my Bible. Deborah looked, Googled yeah. it. I don't know how he no, looked, yeah, looked it, it up. up. Yeah, you tried to find find I something. I found about Deborah, Deborah, and I was like, "Oh, please be a good character." Yeah, yeah. To find out, she was a woman of great authority. Yeah. She was a judge. She was yes. one of the first, like the women judges in yeah. the Bible. Yeah, and ended up going into battle. Right. She ended up going with like the general at the time. He wouldn't go to battle without her. Wow. And uh, just a real warring spirit and a real breaker. She's a real breakthrough. She's a breaking oh, woman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Woman of authority. Yes. I love that. Yes, yes. And I felt like God said, I'm moving you from a Jacob to a Deborah. And from that moment on, I just felt like that was kind of how God was using like yeah. the, the two stories paralleling my life of what he wow. saw and kind of what I saw. Like we've been talking about in other podcasts about like, the different kingdoms right you know the com- the way i saw and the sin and different things that would allow me to go a certain way but what god had for me and it was jacob is a character i've identified with in so many different aspects we've joked about this when i was a little girl though i would tell lots of lies these yeah. crazy stories yeah, and jacob <laughs> was a deceiver he was he, he was, was a, so he was a heel grabber <laughs> he was a heel grabber he was and always trying, yeah. he was from the beginning trying deceiver. to assert yeah. there was a competitive edge in him. But even with his mother, he was a favorite and tried to bypass a promise. He was actually, the inheritance would have gone, was for Jacob, yeah. but tried to That bypass, was God ordained. God ordained, but yeah. tried to bypass a, pro- a promise. Anyways, lots of moving parts in Jacob's story. Oh, totally. And you know, even wrestling with God in the dark. And I wrestle with God in my own spiritual life. Like... I love to just get before God and to really wrestle things out with him internally, verbally, just it's so true with God. And I love the supernatural. And in the story, Jacob ends up wrestling with an angel in it and it limp hits his, his pride is limp. I is anyways. Yeah. 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 Like, he has there's to walk with so a limp after that things. forever. Yeah. yeah. So Jacob has been a story for yeah. me that God has used to illuminate areas yeah. of struggle but how god used the struggle wow. to bring a promise to jacob that actually despite all of wow he encountered god changed his name to israel yeah jacob was actually changed to israel it was yeah and that all kind of made a full circle and i realized god changed my name to deborah in the spiritual realm yeah and yeah. so that, and this those was are, this was your promise this was my promise and it's wow. kind of a wild, like when wow. I, I do look through Jacob's life, it's been a, a story I've looked at many, many times. And every time I hear the story of Jacob, I, I perk right up because it really is where God has put a lot of the squeeze on in my heart. I see so much <laughs> of my weakness in Jacob. I am Jacob in the Bible. I really am. Um, and God has redeemed it and renamed me. Yeah. Like yeah. Jacob was renamed to Israel and yeah. became part of that wow. lineage. That was just incredible what God saw in his life for wow. promise. 
Deborah is definitely of the promise of authority and the promise of the ability to step in the spirit and to have authority and to war and to see breakthrough. That is really where God, I feel, has really renamed areas of my life in his worth and in his authority. But Jacob is definitely the story I identify with. That's so cool. That is really, really cool. It's interesting because, you know, one of the things I would have always defined you as, like, is that breaker, like the anointing on your life, that warrior, like in in the supernatural, like being able to break through and push back darkness. And, you know, even these last few weeks, um, you know, as you've been leading worship and leading worship more than, you know, you have for, for the last season, like you just watch that Deborah anointing, that breaker anointing of literally like standing in that supernatural place of judge in the spirit and pushing back darkness, like mm-hmm. going to battle, mm-hmm. going to battle. And you see it on you, your whole body. You're in, mm-hmm. it, it, it embodies your physical body as you lead worship. You literally war as you lead worship. And it is, I just love it. So it's so awesome. It's so powerful. Yeah. It's so powerful. And we're seeing, like we're seeing the results of what God's doing through through that anointing. And it is all the work of the spirit. Like oh, I know you're so uncomfortable God. with me, like, yeah, yeah. you know, trying to make it about you. It's not about you. It no. literally is the spirit through you. But I, I can just attest to that, to that anointing on your life. Incredible. So it is neat. I just yeah. love in the Bible how God yeah. does not do the highlight reel. Yeah. He does all oh, the weakness and the broken the because yucky. we identify yeah. with that. Like we yeah. see Eve, we're like, oh, we would. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Every character yeah. of the Bible, yeah. like some of them don't have long stories, but they all oh. had lots oh, yeah. of valleys and mountains and, and movement failures. and failures yes. and sin. Yes, yes. Because that's who we yeah. are. And but character how, flaws, yeah. right? Like even Abraham too, like he was afraid. Like yeah. he was so afraid. Like he yeah. would, he literally had a pro, he had God's favor on his life and he would walk into a kingdom. He'd be afraid and he'd lie and say that his, you know, his <laughs> yes. wife was his sister yes. because multiple he was times. multiple times. Like it's yeah. not like he knew the faithfulness of God yet yeah. he, but I like, I can, I can identify with that fear. Like that literally I can, I know God's given me a promise, but I can be so afraid and I can get paralyzed, you know, in that, like I can really relate to Abraham in that. Um, so, so yeah, we see those parallels, but you know, I think is so funny about it is that, you know, you're an Enneagram three and actually the Enneagram three there, you know, well, they say every number has like a sin or whatever, but the three is a deceiver. Like it is, it is, (laughs) which is so weird. And then I think too, I'm an Enneagram seven. So even just in that, that wiring of how God's created me, that adventurous spirit, that desire to go, you know, yeah, to go and, and to, to press into new spaces. Like it's a part of my wiring too. So no, no wonder I so resonate, you know, with Abraham and, and, and mine too, like, like they say sevens, do have a lot of fear. There's a, a fear, you know, motive inside. Now I don't have fear. I don't align myself to fear yeah. anymore. <laughs> and I don't align myself to deceiving or lying. But, but, but truth. But yeah. yeah but yeah. if there's a tendency, yeah. Like if there's just that, that human frailty part. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That's I can right. feel that. So I know, that's so interesting. 
We're going to take a little break from the podcast with an exciting announcement. Well, our first set of dates for our conference are sold out March 6th and 7th. We've sold out, Rhonda. That is amazing. Oh, I am so excited. Amazing. But if you missed your chance to get a ticket, we're launching a second set of dates. Oh my goodness. I know. I love this. I do too. It's going to be available for Thursday, March 5th, starting at 7.30 p.m., running into Friday, March 6th from 9 to 4.30 p.m. Conference is $89 and tickets are available at heartconference.ca. Ladies, this is your chance. If you missed out on the first set of dates, grab your tickets. It's going to be life-changing. The second set of dates is actually really ideal. If you are retired, if you are a stay-at-home mom with school-aged children, by the time your kids are getting home from school, you'll be done. If you even have just lots of commitments on the weekends, or if you have the ability to take a day off work, you can have your weekends still free and get this incredible transformational women's conference experience uh, before the weekend. I love it. And I have a strong sense, Lori, that God is going to take us out of hiding to reveal how he sees us when he looks at us. Amen. Well, ready or not, here we come. So let's go to life scripture. Okay, wait, actually, actually, before we go to life scripture, I want to share something really interesting that I recently heard. So I was listening to a Graham I Cook. I love this. I was listening to a Graham Cook podcast. Shared. Okay. So yeah. if anybody's interested in Graham Cook, he has a podcast. It's phenomenal. Like it's, it's unbelievable. If you haven't listened to it, you should act. It's it's so good. So he just talks on it. It's really just his messages. But anyways, I heard this message that he shared. It's really impacted me and stuck with me. And he talked about how throughout the Bible, over the course of your life in Christ, he talked about how, you know, God foreknew us before the beginning of time, that he literally saw us, knew us and formed us into being. And that his word is his word to our lives. And he talked about how before the Bible was in print and before people even knew how to read, before there was even the printing press, people didn't know how to read. The only people who could read were the priests, were like the high professionals, and particularly the only ones who had the Bible were priests who read it from scrolls that were passed down. I mean, it was very limited, extremely limited. And way back in those days, people would go to the priest and they would ask the priest for a word. And the priest would give them one scripture, one verse, and it would be like their life verse, and they would base their entire faith on one verse. And so, for example, maybe it would be like the power of life and death is in the tongue. Or, you know, I mean, most of the scriptures obviously in the beginning were from the Old Testament, but obviously as the new ones were being written, there were all of those coming together. So they would base their entire faith off one verse. And he just talked about how you can actually, God's word is so powerful that you can actually live your entire walk with God based on one verse. Because even think of that. The power of life and death is in your tongue. If you based your whole walk with God on that, just that one word, what kind of fruit would it produce? Incredible fruit. Amazing. It would be amazing, right? So he talks about this. And then, so then he says, like, these are our inheritance words. And God gives us each uniquely out of his word. He has forechosen them as our inheritance, as our promise. And the words that he's given us... They're actually, they're actually extra favor and extra inheritance designed specifically for us for what God has planned for mm -hmm. our lives. And that we're actually to grab hold of those. We're actually to walk in the fullness of those and allow those to actually 
bring us favor in whatever it is that God has preordained for us to walk in. Mm. And so as he talked about this, I started to just think about like all the verses that have stood out to me in scripture. And and there can be lots. Like mm-hmm. it's not just one, but it's also not every one. It's not. Yeah. There there are specific ones that have marked your walk with God that have marked that have kind of aligned you to God's purpose in your life. And imagine if we grabbed hold of all the promises that were inside those verses for our lives. I just thought that was an absolutely incredible. That is amazing. Right? When you just were talking about that before you hit record for the podcast, I was like, I'm doing that. I am literally going to over write down down, like inheritance scriptures and what a blessing to pass into your children too like to speak over your family like Mm -hmm. this is our Mm -hmm. inheritance scriptures Mm -hmm. like for us to pass down that's beautiful and to live by to live by to live by powerful inheritance i love that yeah yeah so um one of the things that they said in there too which is something i totally think we should do is he talked about how so once it moved from um from people coming to the priest to get a verse. Then once people actually got the Bible in their hands, I guess the practice was that people, uh, the priests would give people who were getting baptized a word. They would pray for a scripture for people who were getting baptized and it would become their life verse. It would become their inheritance word. And I was like, oh, we're doing that. We're so doing that. Can you imagine? Okay, listen, just can you imagine us sitting down with our team before water baptism with all the names of these people we don't know and asking God for a scripture for them that that's their gift that's their inheritance we have to totally do it we have to totally do Um, that that is awesome wouldn't that be amazing amazing like who needs a certificate who needs a, a baptism oh, certificate seriously. like this? Okay, you know anyone who's been baptized is going to want to be rebaptized <laughs> if they hear this. You're like, I want my inheritance scripture. Oh, that, Lord, isn't that, that is such so powerful. a beautiful thing? So, anyways, so honestly, powerful. I'm saying that out loud because we have to do that. No, we have to. Do we that. have to do that. That's isn't amazing. that so good? Uh, unbelievable. Anyways, so what is one of your life verses? That's what God has started talking about. Psalm 84. Unbelievable. So, yeah. so what, what's your life verse? And then as you read it, like, what do you think is the promise in there for you? Why, why do you think God gave you that? Oh boy, that's great. Well, the whole chapter of 84, there's uh, so many pieces in agreed, 84. Agreed. Like, as it's really weird that we have the same one. No, like honestly, I'm still freaking out that we have the same psalm of all the chapters and in books the in the Bible. Bible. I know. <laughs> and, and it's kind of close. This one, but and it's kind of random too. Psalm 84, it's not like it's not a typical like people be like trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your like there's like you know uh, J- jeremiah 29 11 like there are ones that are more like this isn't no and popular Lori, okay yours is verse 10 minus verse 11 that's so weird that Rhonda. So that is so crazy. weird when when did god give you that oh years ago like i want to say in like maybe i don't even know in my 20s or something maybe 20 years ago like i've had this verse circled in every single bible me too me too. I literally have word studies of the entire chapter in all my other Bibles. Like <laughs> there's so much writing yes. that I can't even, I can't yes. even like see the verse, but yeah, that is so bizarre. And we've never, ever known that or talked no, about that. No, just Jay. Like I, I heard, I don't often say this yeah, is my life same. scripture, I, yeah, Jay, but it's Jay like would know when too. I pray, when I just pray or I just, it's always been my closest scripture. Okay. okay. So what, what, so, okay. Minus 10. 
and it's for a day in your court is better than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. And mine is 11. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Look um, at the 12, verse 12 too. Oh, Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. I mean, I need that one every day too, but no, the whole, the whole chapter the whole thing. actually is so powerful and so profound f- for me too. Same. But that one, verse 10 for me, like better is one day like in your court than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tent of the wicked. For me, it's a reminder every single day that in all the things, (laughs) in all the dreams, in all the desires, in all the pulls, in all the places I want to go, in all, because it's unending and it's a constant, like it's a constant moving piece in my heart and in my life it's an anchor to remember that there is no other place I could ever be, ever be. And that word better, like better, it's, it's such an important w- word for me. It's such an important word, like it better. Like God always has the better. He always has the better place. Mm-hmm. And so even this scripture, um, even this scripture does have to do with the go, right? And it, cause it is all about places and it is all about that, but it anchors me to the best place I could ever, ever be. And the cool thing is, okay, is that I don't even know, really, I don't even, I didn't even know in my twenties why God gave me this verse or why it resonated so much. I just knew that it did. And I had to meditate on it later. My years later over the years, God kind of, it was an unveiling and a revealing, but in my time, in my deliverance, um, in my deliverance time, when we went away for uh, the Sanctus Church ministry, they gave me this verse in my, in my time. Yeah. <laughs> they literally gave Lord. it to me. And I was like, as soon as, and they got it spontaneously in my session. And one of the, one of the people in the group shared it with me. And I said, oh yeah, like that's my life verse. And she was like, oh, wow. Oh my goodness, Laura. Isn't that, isn't that cool? So again, even in that really, really supernatural experience and transformational moment, again, God was just anchoring and reminding me, reminding me that in the midst of it all, in the midst of it all, that there is something better that Mm. he has over everything else that ever, ever, ever could pull in my heart. There's something better that he has. And so, yeah, it's, I think there's even more. I actually think... I, I actually think I haven't even scratched the surface of the meaning and the depth of this verse for me. And obviously the fullness of that inheritance will come when I am a doorkeeper in the house of my God and I get to actually like live, you know, the fullness of God's presence in heaven. But, but yeah, really, really powerful, really anchoring for me. Oh my goodness. That is beautiful. But even as you've been experiencing God in such, like you're in the courts, like you're actually experiencing, you're not waiting to be in heaven. You can actually experience heaven on earth. You can actually, your spirit totally be like transferred there, like be there with him intimately. I love that. Yeah. Well, the Lord is a sun and a shield. I love just the analogy of a sun shield. Well, you love the sun. Okay. Yeah. Like seriously, I love the sun. My time with the Lord is always by the beach. In the sun. In the sun. And shield. It's funny. You just said that about your deliverance. Oh my goodness. In my deliverance session, 
I had a picture of a warrior with a shield running with a, a sword and a shield and they saw me as a warrior. So even that, I've never even, the shield, the I've shield just part. thought more protection, but it actually is a, a you necess- have a shield. It's a necessary piece of armor right. in battle. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. necessary. You right. cannot go without right. a shield. Wow. But I love the Lord will give grace and glory. I love grace and glory. Like those words, glory is part of like when I was called into ministry. Yeah. It was a big part. Glory has always been a word. God's glory, like who he is. Right. I just love that. And no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. The goodness of God and the integrity of heart that we are responsible to walk with. Like he says, no good thing will he walk for those who walk uprightly. That my call is to holiness and to walk righteously with God. But the same thing as you, like, it's not like this scripture was, it's written everywhere. But it is something when I read it years and years ago, I don't even know how it even happened, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. been a scripture yep. I have quoted as my life scripture. Mm-hmm. And in my Bible, every single time I've gotten a new Bible, yep. it's the first scripture I circle. Yep. And this whole chapter, I write life chapter, life verse. Like it literally is. Yep. And the yep. neat thing is in, <laughs> this is something I've circled many times too, in cha- in verse nine, it says, give ear, O God of Jacob. <laughs> oh, right. Like it's brings me back to Jacob like when we were talking about our character of the Bible and it goes on like it literally has there's been so many pieces of this that I've moved through like you or we talked about this like so many parts in my Bible that's circled arrows and every single time I get a new Bible it's the first chapter I go to and work with but that would be the one verse that if I quote it's that if everyone like we said what's your life verse both of us immediately not realizing same psalm and not even realizing we're one verse we're one note after the other that's really that's so neat <laughs> i don't know what that means but that that's cool that, that, that is, is definitely so cool. a really neat I know, thing that's, like, that's a really that's neat a little thing. awakening moment for us today yeah. we didn't even know that prepping for this it happened no no it's on the spot on the spot right before we hit record we're like what what <laughs> That's oh so neat. Oh my goodness. That is so cool. So, yeah. That so is really those cool. Those listen, if you don't yeah. have a life first, yeah. ask the Holy yeah. Spirit. Yeah. Like as you're reading your Bible, one and mm-hmm. just start circling mm-hmm. ones that really mm-hmm. start standing out. And yeah. I love how you talked about the inheritance scriptures. There's something to pull from that, right? That is so, powerful. Like part, uh, you know, I, I would just encourage people, and I know I'm going to do this, and I know you're going to do this yes. too, but like I, I just actually want to sit down with God and I want to ask him, God, what is your inheritance for me from the scripture? What, what is it that you've promised me? What is it that you've given me? Like, what is it that, that you want? And, and, and even Graham Cook ta- talked about like you with what the inheritance that God has given you, you have special authority in that verse. Like you actually have authority that you, it's an inheritance that's been given to you. Like if you think of, you know, a family member giving you an inheritance, it belongs to you. So what special authority has God granted you because of the verses that he's given for you because he knew you before the foundations of the world. And he literally established his word before the foundations of the world and pre-planned exactly what you were supposed to do and exactly, you know, what you would need in order to accomplish his purposes. Another verse for me that uh, that definitely um, is super, super impactful to me is, you know, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because he's anointed mm. me to preach good news, to bring good news to the poor, to, um, oh, here it is right here, Psalm 61. Um, yeah, to, bi- to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of prisons to those who are, bl- 
who are bound. And again, like I know this is a verse that was a prophecy that Jesus then in the New Testament read and he was the fulfillment of. And so in no way am I saying like, I think that, you know, I am the fulfillment of this scripture, but I also know that the spirit of God lives inside of me. Yes. And I know that, you know, when Jesus left the earth and he sent the spirit, he, he did empower us in the spirit to go and walk in his ways and to do even greater things. And I really, this verse has always been like part of, I think what I believe I've been called to. And mm-hmm. so I know there's an inheritance in this for me too, but I don't think I've appropriated that inheritance as intentionally as I think God has ordained me to. And so I am excited in this season to, you know, pull some of those verses that have been real anchors for me. Another one that stands out to me is um, from Romans and it's a really simple correction, but it just says, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. And it's always been a real align, aligning verse for me. And um, and in all of those things, I think as I put together the ones that have really been impactful and really stood out, I think I'll start to see a theme of, you know, what it is that God has prepared for I me. I love that. Imagine, you know, even as you're talking, I'm going to go through, honestly, this, Yeah. when you were talking about that before we hit record, yeah. I was like, I cannot wait to go through my Bible. Yeah. Cause you know, in your Bible, I don't have my one from home here with mm-hmm. me today, but mm-hmm. it's like you just flip through and you see them, you know them. Yeah. And just to actually draft a, a blessing with those scriptures, a literal inheritance declaration over my life, over my family. And this is the inheritance to pass down that's unique to myself yeah, and unique to yeah. our family. Yeah. And I just think, yeah. oh my goodness. And even Jay drafting us that together yeah. would be something incredible to pass down to our children yeah. that they build upon for what God has for them oh and goodness. their inheritance. Totally. I love that. I am like seriously like sitting I know. in that. I'm writing notes as even you're talking. I know. I know. To put in my Bible. So I'm like, oh, Okay, no, it's really powerful. You should do. listen to the podcast. Like, go I'm and totally listen, listen to, to the, the Graham Cook, the Graham Cook podcast. It's just like you just look them up on on podcasts, yeah. Graham Cook, and it's right there. And it's it, it's really impactful. Like, it's really resonated with me and 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 sat with me. And I, yeah, I, I I'm going to do you, that Graham too. Graham Cook, we yeah. love we have loved in the past having Graham Cook oh, here. Totally, totally. Uh, we could just say yeah. this out loud. We would love to have a back. Oh, oh yeah, he is. Oh yeah, totally. Oh. Totally. That he yeah. was actually so instrumental in my twenties. Yeah, me too. When he came and spoke here for forty days of blaze, yes. we had those conferences, yeah. and it, he was by far the one that stood out. Oh my! I remember he, the one thing that always stood out to me: move in the opposite spirit. I, that is Th- such a message that of has his stayed life. with me for totally. totally. How many times in a yeah. si- in a situation? I'm like, move in the opposite <laughs> spirit, move, and I don't want it. I just totally. I hear those words. Yeah. That yeah. line alone has impacted and changed yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. I know one of his podcasts, he's talking about people who basically hate you and are your enemies. And he, he basically just says, like, what if we just bless them? Mm. What if we just bless them? Mm-hmm. What if we just speak words of life over them? and blessing and just the in his like gentle way that he said it you're like yeah what if we did (laughs) you know what I mean because what what good does it produce to get all worked up about hatred that's coming your way or criticism or judgment or what what good does it do for you nothing nothing (laughs) nothing so move in the opposite what if you just did what if you moved in the opposite spirit and just bless them and just bless them and just speak words of blessing and pray for them what if you did huh 
what if we did yeah <laughs> thank you graham no yeah. so anyways it's definitely worth that. a listen yeah. and i do think it's a significant kind of you know something a piece that god's speaking in this time and just mm-hmm. wants to bring awareness to but again it is for our authority it is for us to to empower us to step out into the fullness of how he's created us who he's created us to be the gifts the supernatural gifts that he's placed but also the supernatural purpose mm-hmm. that he has set before us right like scripture is very clear that he has four uh like four ordained works that we're supposed to walk in he's prepared the way for the good works that we're supposed to yeah. walk in and so all right lord like i want to know what those are and i want to align myself to you know only what i see you doing and only what you've asked me to do and yeah, yeah. i, I want to grab hold of that inheritance yeah. and the fullness of it what it means I love it. Yeah. So oh, good. I'm excited to spend yeah. my time with the Lord and go through this and allow him to unpack it in this next season. Yeah. Yeah. And just to let God yeah. kind of frame that. I yeah. love that. So hope so that good. encouraged some of you today because yeah. I am pumped. I know. I know. <laughs> really, really excited. exciting. Really I love exciting. the word of God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's so oh. true. It's a life changer. Life. It's a life changer. It changes your life. It transforms your mind, transforms your thinking. It's love yeah. It. Yeah. It's so good. That's so good. Well, there's more in you than you realize. And you are worthy of love. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. It would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at Awakening Moments Podcast, and you will find Lori and I at Lori Eitz Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. We'd love to connect with you.